0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from the adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, GarageLogic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Haidt, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson.
1: Don, do you remember the part of uh, Wayne's World where Garth is asking Wayne if he remembers the episode of the Twilight Zone where I think it's all the spiders attack and they start to <laughs> eat you from, like, the inside? Yes, yes. That's kind of how I envision this edition of News from the Krabby wow. Coffee Shop going <laughs> because we are without uh, two-thirds of the show. That's right. Kenny has some other uh, issues and things going on, and I guess I didn't know this, but reading the fine print of John's contract... He is only obligated to do news from the Krabby Coffee Shop when Kenny does news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Why
0: didn't I get that deal? No, I'm kidding. I actually love doing this podcast.
1: You and I are the only saps, though, that still have to come (laughs) in and do some form of a podcast when Uh, they're not here. It makes it easier, actually. Oh, so much easier. I mean, we don't have Kenny's crabby attitude. We yeah. don't have John being a prima donna about we're cutting, prima his, we're cutting into his we're cutting into his news time for writing news for Garage Logic. Oh, John. So here, here's what I have, Don. We're gonna get to. It's gonna be kind of a hybrid show. Sure. You and I are gonna do a fun little thing here, and then the back half of the show, we're gonna revisit listener emails.
0: Oh, fun. Okay, from I about love it.
1: Two months ago in this feed, I believe it was the February 22nd edition. I can read edition. an email as
0: well that I got recently. Oh, that's
1: really please do ooh,
0: it's, it's it's interesting
1: maybe that will be the transition after we play <laughs> i keep saying it's a game it's not a game so dawn here's what we're going to do in this first half of okay. this brand new edition of news from the crabby coffee shop without our fearless leader kenny Olson on my minnesota sports podcast shameless plug minnesota sports chat when i have nothing to talk about or i maybe have a new guest I do a thing called five filler questions. Oh. Literally, I just fill time by asking random questions. Perfect. Dawn, this is maybe the greatest compliment I can pay you. (laughs) I can't think of many better people. To just ask five random you-know-what questions. Yes. Because you will have great answers for them.
0: Great. I'm the queen of BS.
1: So are you ready for (laughs) this Minnesota sports chat staple to make its News from the Krabby Coffee Shop debut?
0: I'm ready. All right.
1: You get a cheap podcast open. Five filler, filler, filler questions with Don McClain from The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, 9 to Noon. No. My talk, 107. No, my three. gosh. Noon to three. <laughs> I, you know what's funny is I know that. Yeah. And, of course, I butcher it.
0: From nine to noon, I'm kind of BSing with you because your office is next to ours. Oh,
1: so I get my own show. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. It's noon, okay. Noon to three. Also, of course, on this very pod. Don, I'll answer these questions as well, but this is really more about you than me. Okay. What is the most epic way you have ever seen someone quit or be fired?
0: Oh, okay. Um, can it be me?
1: Oh, it can be you. <laughs> okay. Absolutely, it can be you.
0: Okay, great. Well, I got really PO'd once when I was a courier and I lived in Dallas. Uh, I worked for Gatorade and I moved to Texas for that reason. And then um, it was bought out from Quaker Oats by another beverage company. So we all lost our jobs. Anyway, I had to have an in-between job. And I, um, I was a courier for a printing company that printed plans for contractors. So I would go out to like sites and things like that, but also other courier duties, but primarily for this one company, this printing company. Um, (laughs) And um, uh, my manager did not like me and she would purposely send me out on jobs where the package was already late. (laughs) <laughs> and so I would get penalized like it was impossible for me to do my job on time. Um, and I would get penalized for that. The reason why she didn't like me is because I walked in on her making out with her boss who was married. Uh-oh. And I saw what she, you know, that she was having an affair and I didn't say anything, but I kind of would, if she wouldn't make any mention of anything like her judgment about something, I would scoff.
1: Yeah. So she knew knew, and she knew why you were scoffing. She knew why
0: I was scoffing and she knew that I knew her dirty little secret. So she wanted to get rid of me. She wanted to make me so mad that I would just quit. Um, and
1: Uh, see, this is really dirty though, because not only are you delivering something that's already late, so you can't, you can't (laughs) do your job. Yeah, they're mad at me when I get there. When you get there, they're mad at you and it's not even your fault.
0: Right. Like it's these contractors on construction sites that are waiting for their blueprints and they can't get started until I get there. And so it's all of the work, the backlogged work that they didn't get done until the morning because somebody was too lazy to stay at night. So I was just getting fed up with it, um, and she sent me out to this job site. That it was like three times in a row that this had happened in a week. They were building a huge building, and so I got you know yelled at by these guys. I was crying in the car. I'm pretty sure I had PMS. My air conditioning didn't work because it was, <laughs> and it was like 120 in Texas. And like she had yelled at me that morning for wearing clothes that were too small. Like my shorts were very short. I had on a tank top with my belly hanging out. But I'm sorry. I'm dying. And yeah. I can't afford to fix my stupid air conditioning. So um, I walked in and I was like, you know, he had written her a thing that said he wasn't going to pay. Like, for the rest of the month, okay? And so I went into her office, and um, I was like, well, this is what happens whenever, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what I said. And she was like, do not raise your voice to me. You cannot walk in here and speak that way to me. And so she took me out into the big area where all the printing machines were and all the other couriers. And she was, like, yelling at me in front of everyone. And I just laid into her yes. and I was like I was like you're purposely doing this to me because I saw you making out with Bob <laughs> and I freaking and I go and you can stick it up your ass and I just said find somebody else to do your dirty work and then I might have I don't know what else I said but <gasps> her face was like <gasps> and everybody was like oh one person started clapping <laughs>
1: Which was amazing, and I think she tried to fire that guy, too. I was just going to say, so that guy who clapped either maybe got fired (laughs) or just followed you out the door and said, I'm with her. (laughs) He did follow
0: me out the door just to smoke a cigarette, and this guy was, like, an older, like, he was in his 60s, and he was French, and so he was teaching me French on the side. Like I'm like, oh, you speak French. Let me go ahead and get this, you know. Anyway, that's my epic firing. I, I quit once like that. That's the I, way I
1: quit. Only two things come to mind for me. Somewhere in the mid 2000s, sometime in the mid 2000s, somewhere in the country, there was a, a, a gal who had an on air radio shift and she basically ended, I believe her career by basically on the mic saying, mm-hmm. I, I quit this bleep. You oh, know, so oh, I, I, I would, would
0: never do anything on a microphone. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I always thought that was at least, I mean, it takes a lot of courage to do that. I don't have any really great stories here other than I've only not given one company two weeks because it was just, I mean, you, you basically worked in a call pit oh, you know, and, yeah. you, and you were just held to these numbers and mm. ridiculous standards and, so the, and, and the leadership was awful. And I flat out told them that and then they got upset and I'm like, well, you treat people like crap if they don't pan out in two, three weeks, you fire them. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah. some people quit real jobs to come here because they're sold a bad bill of goods and, after three, and after three weeks, you you get rid of them. Oh, so God. it was just one of those Ooh, places. I've
0: got another detail about that company. Yeah. They also, I had to deliver every week um, to this company that was a magazine for Muslim women okay. and it was called Modesty Magazine, I believe, or something of the sort. And I was wearing this little, I would wear... Not a lot of clothes because it was Texas and I didn't have, I have air conditioning. So I would yeah. go into that place and I am like, if you, it's called Modesty Magazine and I am the least modest person. <laughs> I had like little pigtails and I had my little roller skate things on, oh my, gosh, my Heelys. And then get this. It turns out 9-11 happened while I was on that job. That place was a front just to run money for Al-Qaeda. It wasn't a real magazine. That was the place, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a place in Texas, a magazine that was being, it was a money laundering thing. So everybody within that organization, not only... I mean, I was probably the reason why they got up in the morning to go because I re- represented everything that was terrible in America. Like. like like the most unmodest person. I was very cheerful every time and I smiled and everything, but it was uncomfortable. And then I'm like, "Oh my god, that company was a front for money laundering." And you're
1: right. They didn't like anything that basically what you were what was I what represented. they did. <laughs>
0: I'm partly responsible, (laughs) I feel like. And you're like,
1: no, it's just really hot and I have no air conditioning. I know. (laughs) God.
0: It's just so weird. I totally forgot about that until you brought it up. See, I've got a lot of
1: stories. This is why we play five filler questions (laughs) because you never know what you're going to get. Right. Also, you continue to hammer home to me that if the Dosaki's man is the most interesting man in the world, <laughs> you are without a doubt the most interesting woman in the world. I've just always had to keep a lot of jobs. So question number two is a follow-up on the work topic. What tips or tricks have you picked up from a job or jobs that you can share with people that have been useful your entire life?
0: Oh, tips? Like, or
1: did you tips. learn anything like how to handle people? Maybe a stupid life hack? Anything like that?
0: Um, I. Mm, let's see.
1: And excuse me if you hear me uh dying in the background. No, that's it's right. We season. all have allergies, yes.
0: Um let's see. Let me run through all of the Oh God, it's just too difficult. I've had so many <laughs> jobs. Um I would say. Oh gosh, I mean nowadays with phones you can pretty much catch people doing anything who are lying or trying to yeah, get away yeah. with stuff. I did work at a after school care program for a while. And those kids would lie to their parents about like, if they got in trouble, they would say, I didn't do that. And then those parents would come to me and say, Johnny would never do that. My little Johnny is perfect. Oh, yeah, of course. Now, he is. nowadays I would be like, really, here's a video of him pushing this kid down the slide. <laughs> Cause, I record, Cause I recorded it. Yeah. Cause I've been recording Johnny, but, um, I would say to have endless amounts of patience when I was a server, you know, just because people for some reason when they go out to eat, not everyone, not our dear listeners of Krabby Coffee Shop, but um, people get this like this, this like I am the king of all kings and you're serving me. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Like I've seen normal everyday people do this and you have to just be patient and nice and not go off on people. And that taught me a lot about just dealing with people. You know, the, I was a server before I had the career job. So obviously I went off on that lady. But yeah.
1: I've always thought people who behave poorly at restaurants tend to maybe be people who are mistreated at work. And it's their one chance to have power. It's their one chance to have power, which by the way, you don't, you think you have the power, but they're an employee of the restaurant, not an employee of you. You know, it is this, it is kind of this weird intersection. For this
0: hour, I'm not like your, your indentured servant here.
1: Also keep in mind that when you're working with the server, you're one of many tables. Yeah. And you are likely either not the nicest person they've talked to all day, and there's probably worse people. So just try and toe the line of being a Absolutely. decent person. Absolutely,
0: That's and, so
1: right. And yes. look, every now and then we've all been there. We're for some reason a server's copping an attitude with you for no real reason. Just just suck it up. Eat your they food. They probably are like
0: triple sat right now. They probably have three different tables that were, yeah. They've got a lot going on. So, yeah. I would not um I wouldn't get too upset about not getting your food on time or something.
1: Well let's whip through the final three questions here. You brought up phone and Google, which is funny because I think you brought up Google. One of the questions here is what did you last Google? Oh, good. What question. do you know you, last? I I, you I could tell you? I I'd have to go look it up on my phone. I'm yeah. pretty sure last night I Googled a recipe for a white chip macadamia cookie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay because I,
1: I had them at work yesterday and i thought those can't be too hard to make at home okay so i think that's what i last googled
0: um i looked up um something on reddit i was looking up like good reddit threads for funny stories or just weird and bizarre stories that people tell Because I just, I don't know why, but I just love that. And then I got...
1: What what, type of weird, bizarre stories?
0: Just like, oh my God, this is the... Actually, if you could email me, we're thinking of doing something like this on the other... I'm trying to pimp out stuff for the, <laughs> for the adventures show. of Bradley and Dawn. But, um, yeah, so you can send me an email. Just things are like, this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. And it's not like I got behind a guy that had a weird bumper sticker. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I'm saying like something went down at your family reunion. Some scandalous thing. That's like, you couldn't wait to tell
1: people, Okay. you know,
0: like, like family gossip. Like, yeah,
1: I, I, I don't know if I have the weirdest thing that's ever happened to oh, me. Oh, I'm recruiting you.
0: Okay. But don't worry, because I thought of you first.
1: <laughs> there is there is some stuff that I've just been fortunate enough to be around. You know, yeah. everybody always says, almost everybody has a story of a wedding that they were at where something <laughs> horribly went yes. wrong, right? I can tell you, I've heard a lot of people say, oh my gosh, this this bridesmaid speech was the best ever or it was the worst ever or this groomsman speech or best man speech was the best or the worst ever. Yeah. I can tell you I was at one. I don't know if it was the worst ever, but it was definitely one of those where you'll never forget it. Yeah. Cause the speech was, this is basically the speech. It lasted all of 40 seconds. Yeah. Well, uh, such and such and such and such. Cheers to a few happy years. And the crowd gasps a few happy years, right? So the whole the whole crowd's <laughs> yeah. like, ah. and then of course Gruzman goes, Oh, no, I didn't mean that. Sorry, I'm drunk. Let's get <gasps> effed up. No, no. That was it? That was the speech. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. That's fantastic. And, like, oh, I, and I looked at the people that I was with, and I could say, we just witnessed what could be. The worst. The worst speech ever. <laughs> That's great. And by the
0: way, if you send me a story, I will change your name. I'll change the country. You will not. I'll change all the names. No one will know it's you.
1: Yeah. Oh. You're yeah. you're you're a saint when it comes to using other people's material. <laughs> Question number four of five filler questions. Actually, I'll save this one for the last one. Let's go with this one. What other time period would you have liked to lived in? Oh, I would have loved, even though let's say everything travels with you. Yeah. If I was oh. still a diabetic, the eighteen fifties and sixties would have been an awful time for me because I yeah. would have, I would have yeah, died right yeah, away. Totally. However, as awful as that time period was, there's a lot of cool historical things that were happening, mm-hmm. and a lot of things like the the, the railroads and and that revolution, yes. you know, like that stuff to me would have been really cool to see. Other than you know the Civil War and all the the yeah. bitterness and hatred, but you would from afar. <laughs> yeah, I would kind of have liked to have seen that. And what did? What did this part of the country that we're sitting in right now, I mean, I know I can go look at maps and I can go and yes. know, see things historically, but that's from afar. Right. What did this specific area actually look and feel like in 1865 or something? That would be really cool oh, to yes. see.
0: I love history. And I think probably for me, I've always been fascinated with medieval times, which I worked there once. <laughs> I did,
1: did work in Medieval Times. I just remember that. So yeah. was, no, no, no. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, I was laying in bed last night, falling asleep to the cable guy. Do you remember that awful Oh, my movie? God. I love it. And they go to Medieval Times. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> the, oh, my God. That's an epic part of the movie. It's, that's uh, great. Yeah. So great. Yeah. I played the queen, and you don't say anything. And I got paid every night for just dressing in a costume, and I just waved. I had zero lines.
1: Oh, what a great deal.
0: It was great. Other people were like, oh, you get to be the queen. And I thought oh, this is kind of a crappy job because I don't get to say anything. Obviously, my audition wasn't great. No, it was the best job there because you literally just got up in the box, sat next to the king, and just waved. That's it.
1: And you do the... the I don't want to say presidential wave, but yeah, the queenly Yeah, the, Queen the queenly wave. wave. The yes, queenly yes, wave. yes. Yeah.
0: But you don't have to do, you don't, I mean, it was the easiest job ever.
1: Would that have been a time period? Would you have gone with something or would you have gone earlier, later? I guess technically you could okay. go into the future if you wanted to. Um,
0: I, yeah, I don't want to go to the future. No, yeah, we're getting, <laughs> no.
1: it's getting worse by the day. There's no point.
0: No, but I loved like anything with castles and I like Renaissance festival stuff. I mean, things like that. I'll also, I'm really interested to, to uh, find out how
1: people smelled. Oh, we must have smelled horrible in the
0: yeah, and so I want to know. Like, I get there and my first reaction is, God, I, how am I going to sit through, you know, like even talking to this person because they stink so bad.
1: Yeah, you know, when was I don't even know when. Did, when was uh, deodorant or personal hygiene? Oh, when did God. that become more of a thing? I don't know. I think probably the 1900s. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Seamus in 1870 was walking around looking for his degree or Old Spice, right? No,
0: no, but like way back then, think about all the armor and you're sweating and you're in the field. And oh, God, it's just rank.
1: Good use of the word rank. (laughs) Final question for you. Then we're going to get to an email that you have to set up listener emails from a few months back. So Don, you work for correct me if I'm wrong, uh, one of your side hustles is the is it the Minnesota Paranormal Society?
0: Oh, Twin Cities Paranormal Twin Society. Society, yeah. Okay, Twin mm-hmm. Cities
1: Paranormal Society. My apologies on that. That's fine. Uh, any of your ghost encounters terrify you or for the most part are you pretty good with it? <clears throat> Give me a weird experience or something that just did set you off a little bit. I know you said one followed you home and you told them to like get out, right? Like that's yeah. not okay.
0: Yeah, that that one was fine because I felt like I sort of knew who that person was and and um uh you know, it was like I had made a connection with that which is not something that I can do all the time. It was a rare occurrence, but um And I would see just images of his life growing up, and he kept showing me all these things about, you know, his past. And, yeah, so that one wasn't too bad um, because I knew who it was. But I would say um, there's a place called, um, it's an old tuberculosis, tuberculosis hospital. It's called Waverly Hills, and it's in Louisville, Kentucky. And there is something called the Body Shoot And it is a football-length long tunnel that is sloped that was built into this because they did not... It was an area where they would take the people that had passed away because they did not want any of the people to actually see that people were dying. I mean, they knew, but it was supposed to be like a place where you thought you were going to get better, but you actually were never going to (sighs) leave. And so that's so depressing, but... This body shoot is as long as a football field, and it is pitch black. When you shut the door in there, and there are weird little lights that you see and sounds, and it's just the presence of, like, darkness, literal darkness, but then on top of it, you just get really afraid. Like, there's a deep primal fear that you feel and you feel like something is around you and sometimes you will hear a sound like whiz past you you can hear the sound of like gurneys rolling down and like sometimes people screaming and so i was pretty terrified in the body shoot of waverly hills sanitarium
1: not as terrifying but sometimes equally as frightening listener emails that, oh, we, right. that, we, that we get from people. Yes. So that concludes five filler questions. I'm so terrified by what you just said. I don't really have much of a follow up. <laughs> right. Like, we need to move on from that because I'm uncomfortable. Sure. So, the back half of this pod, we're going to revisit some listener emails that Kenny uh, brought to the pod uh, okay. a couple months back. Let's set this up? You got it. You got an interesting email from a listener.
0: I do, and if we could pause for a second, I just need to try to connect to the internet in our building.
1: Pause. 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 And we're back. Oh, that was an awful. You can hear the allergies in my voice it's just okay. cracking and I popping all it. over. It's fine. Uh, what do we? Ah, what, it's, this it's, it's, is it's the, that smokers. <laughs> you know. Ah. What is the uh, email? The email,
0: say? The email is uh, a <laughs> basically. They don't understand that they've sent this to me and not maybe my boss oh, about yes. me. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So if you don't know on the show, I have actually. Um, I have joined the show December twelfth. There was a long running show. My partner Bradley had a partner Colleen Lindstrom, who's lovely. She's delightful. Everyone loves her, of course. And people get attached to those people. So I completely understand if somebody I'm not their cup of tea. Here's what she sent to. Oh, this is going to be. She sent it to me instead of. um, Okay. The subject is Dawn. Message: I loved Colleen and Bradley so much. I've tried very hard to love Dawn, too. What used to be such a funny show has become so difficult for me to listen. The show isn't fun anymore. Bradley is fantastic, but Dawn, just not the right fit. She tells stories about sad and depressing people and topics. She's such a sore loser when they play their game. (laughs) She whines about losing. This show isn't entertaining anymore. I used to plan my lunch break around listening to Colleen and Bradley, but now Don drags the show down. Please save Bradley and find a better co-host for him and for your listeners. I long for when this show was fun. Thank you for your consideration.
1: Now, now, what you don't know here is I actually (laughs) investigated that email. You did. My sources are fairly confident (laughs) that was actually sent by a one Bradley trainer.
0: (laughs) Hilarious. I almost Uh, wrote back just to tickle myself, and I'm like, no, just don't do it. I almost wrote back. I'll consider it. They're basically Dawn. saying, will you consider firing her? And then it would come from me, Dawn McLean, at my talk. And they would go, oh, shoot.
1: Also, I love that the subject says, what does it say, Dawn? Dawn, so, it's just
0: me. I'm the problem.
1: It's so, me. So when that came through, you click on that, like, immediately, right? It says oh, your yeah. name's checked. Oh, well, you
0: Dawn. never know what you're going to get. And for every one of these, you get, like, 50 good ones. So obviously, you know. It's funny to me, but I just thought it was hilarious that she wrote it to me, or uh, Bradley also got it. She wrote it to the show, not realizing that we're the show. We answer the
1: emails. And and I think what is important to note here is we don't get to do what we do without people on the other end. Yeah. So we we thank yes, everybody for absolutely. giving us the time of day, but we also know... That we can't do what we do and make everybody happy. So it is this weird struggle, (laughs) right? The goal is to make more people happy than not.
0: Yes. But you also don't want to be wallpaper. Correct. So you have to be real. You have to be you. I just thought that was so funny. (laughs) Just because of the way she's very polite. And I noticed she sent it right before the show was going to start, which means she's heating up her frozen meal at work and she's used to turning on. And she just was thinking, I God, my life sucks now.
1: <laughs> I can't do it today. <laughs> if I send this email, maybe Don will be removed from the show immediately.
0: Please consider it. Thank you for your consideration.
1: Well, with that said, <laughs> yes. we're going to use that email to set up emails from you, the fellow Krabbies that you have sent Kenny, and Kenny will get to those in mere moments. Thank you, Dawn, for playing five filler questions with me and letting us in on your final days here at My Talk 107. <laughs> yes. And Hubbard Broadcasting, because that email. Will be the straw that breaks the camel's back <laughs> yes it's over for don McQuite. all these crazy alien stories
0: can't be true can they hey Stephen Diener, host hosted the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of
1: alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of
2: God's pocket. <laughs> we what we have a whole
0: God's pocket? Yeah. Oh, that's hot pocket. Sorry. Well,
2: well, we have a whole stack of emails <laughs> that I want to get to, and the first one comes from a fellow named Bert. He sends us a lot of email uh, emails, and I, I think he enjoys this show. Uh, and it says you may want to advise Dawn that God's pocket is an actual place. It's a dive lodge. Off off, off the Canadian coast in the Pacific, one can actually go there. And, Dawn, I am actually looking at a place of this. And, yes, it does look like a dive, but it looks very quaint. It's on a place called Hearst. Between two thighs. (laughs) Well, um, if you go to Google Maps and Google... God's, God's pocket, pocket, you'll find that that, Dawn, is actually the case. I'm going to go live there so I can just write letters and put God's pocket,
0: it's, Canada.
2: It's at the end of a, a, a bay that kind of it looks like the gap, so to speak. <laughs> the, the thigh gap.
0: Oh, no, God's now, pocket peak. That's oh, two different things. No, Kenny,
1: you Googled God's pocket for maps. Have you tried Google imaging God's pocket?
2: That's what I'm at. I'm actually. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. Safe search on. It, it's not as quaint as one would hope, but still, it does look quaint and warm and very, very enjoyable.
0: There are several God's Pockets. Uh, God's Pocket Creek in Nevada. God, God's Pocket Marine Provincial Park. <laughs> That's in Canada. God's Pocket Peak in Nevada. God's Pocket Arizona. Uh, God's Pocket Drive, God's Pocket Lane, God's Pocket Road, and pocket change used goods. That doesn't count in Jersey City. (laughs) Used goods. Uh (laughs) And (laughs)
2: explain this, McLean. Uh, While I was searching, uh, uh, God's Pocket Philly came up. I clicked on it, and it's not God's Pocket. It Actually, it's a neighborhood in Philly called Devil's Pocket. (gasps) What could that be? Or is that what our friend Jason would refer to? What would, would he call it? The Probably devil's
0: pocket. And, yeah. and Bradley. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> I heard a conversation. I think it was on a promo that you and Bradley were having yeah. and Bradley was having some difficulties with the female anatomy. <laughs> oh my god. He's not <laughs> not fully no. informed and down with uh, what's going on down there. No he isn't. Or sports. He
0: resists both.
2: <laughs> it was it was hilarious. It was very, very funny.
0: Well, that's good. I anyway, never hear our promos.
2: That's uh, Yeah, it was very funny. It was delightful. All right, email number two. This one comes from Mark. Hey, guys, love the show. Just want to send a quick story. Oh, hi, about hi, Mark. Yeah, hi, Mark. How are you? Uh, he wants to share a story about his two-week visit to lovely Springfield, Missouri for his National Guard oh. two-week training 20-plus years ago.
0: All right.
2: Once we got there, a group of 20 flew down. Once we got there, we climbed into the van we were supposed to use. We decided to get a lay of the land prior to checking into the motel. We found the places contracted for by our meals, gas station, liquor store, and, of course, Bass Pro Shop. (laughs) It's the headquarters.
0: It's the national headquarters. The owner lives down the street from my parents.
2: Was that where you worked?
0: I did work there, yep.
2: At the headquarters or in the Mm -hmm. store?
0: Uh, at the, I actually worked in the catalog section of the headquarters, so yeah, I took catalog orders.
1: Oh my okay. goodness, Don! Yeah. We, okay. we have a lot in common from our media sabbaticals. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's
2: let's talk.
0: All right.
2: Anyway, after a while of driving around, uh, I, I, a passenger, was getting droopy-eyed. I leaned my head against the window, watching the randomness around us. After a bit, my one thousand meter stare was broken while rolling up to a stoplight. The road was four lanes wide with a center turn lane for both directions. Oddly, there was a car stopped with nowhere to turn and the driver's side door open. Hmm. I proceeded to watch a female hop out of the back seat Hmm. onto the road, drop her pants, squat, and urinate right there
0: okay great it couldn't
2: have been later than two in the afternoon um, how do you explain yourself mclean oh
0: my god <laughs> well, why is she in the trunk right she's in the trunk
2: no she was in the back seat oh my god this is my chance and then she got right back in the trunk she's like it isn't gonna get any better than this i'm either out on the street or with these people oh we're in missouri yeah i'll be in the trunk yeah exactly it
0: was probably like, uh, I don't know, voting uh, election day or something. She was trying to avoid all the math oh,
2: I But middle of the afternoon. That is, you know, I'm not in...
0: surprised. It's the meth capital of the world. <laughs> because one of the names for uh, meth on the street is 417, which is my area code. 417. Oh. Wow. Yeah.
2: Did oh. they invent it?
0: Um, invent. They, no. I mean... No, no used I mean, to, it was invented a long time yeah,
2: ago. Yeah, we used to... Uh, they, excuse me, let me rephrase that. They <laughs> used to call it crank. Yeah, And okay. they
0: used to just do it like going out to nightclubs, and, yeah. you know, it was like and, in, the, in the 80s and stuff, you know? And
2: they would uh, do a lot of it and make very, very regrettable decisions <laughs> that would haunt them for months, if not years. Yeah. That's what they would do. All right, but I just thought that well, image... That image um, really, really perfectly describes dirty old Missouri. When Absolutely. you say dirty old yeah. Missouri, yeah. I'm thinking about a chick hopping out of a car, <laughs> yeah. dropping trowel, hunching yeah. <laughs> down, to, middle
0: of the day <laughs> 2 in street? <laughs> I, the street. I'm trying to think of what uh, roads are four lanes because the highways are like now they're like three lanes, some yeah. of them. But yeah. yeah,
2: it must be a main drag. Yeah. All right, moving along, another one here from Bert. I'll play plain and white. uh, Oh, and this is in regards to our discussion about flags. We've got a couple of emails regarding the flags. Uh, Plain white flag to symbolize both surrender and frozen emptiness in the middle.
0: (laughs) Yes, thank you.
2: In the middle is a dude with his trucker hat in one hand, scratching his head with the other. For good measure, one can insert text that says, Oh, jeez. Or what you want to do is head south right here on. (laughs) So that could be a flag idea. Another flag idea. Uh, This comes from Jeff. All anyone needs to know about Minnesota is shown in the 1984 presidential electoral map. Slap that map on a white background and everyone can see Minnesota right in the uh, <laughs> middle. And in 1984, the entire country um, voted for, I believe it was Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Yep. Except Minnesota, we voted for our guy, Mondale.
1: Is that
2: oh. right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, 49 to 1, I believe, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and here's... Here's the one I really like, and I think we need to follow through on this and actually do it, and I'm willing to make some sacrifices. This comes from Daniel. Back 20 years ago, oh, and I should have, oh, I did send you, I sent, uh, open up your email. I sent all of you an email with this image. Back 20 years ago, when I worked in downtown Minneapolis, uh, I used to work across the street from a statue at the depot, and this is on Washington Avenue, Um it was uh, a. He pointed out this landmark to a colleague and called it a couple of true Minnesotans, and he laughed his ass off saying, So true. I think the likeness of this statue should be the only subject of the new flag.
0: What is going on here?
2: <laughs> Two naked, <laughs> obese Minnesotans dancing in ignorant bliss. And are you all looking at the statue?
0: I yeah. am. I there thought it they is. were fighting.
2: They're either dancing or they're, but and they look like us. These aren't beautiful California bodies. These are Minnesota bodies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the one on the left is
2: a dead ringer for me. (laughs) Oh, oh! So you want because I was going to volunteer to pose, and then we're gonna take. um, I don't know. Do we make it a contest or do we just beg the listeners? I need a, a gal. But she can't be just any gal. She's gotta have some curves.
0: That's right.
2: She's gotta be thick, a bbw, and uh, we're gonna pose together with a
0: mullet. Is that? Oh, that's a. Oh, that's hair. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of mullet like, but you don't have to have a mullet.
2: But my idea is, and we'll conceal our faces so they'll never know it's us. But we're going to take a picture of. <laughs> I think uh, thousands uh, of, of people who listen to the pod might know it's us. Stark ass naked, dancing, <laughs> holding each other in a uh, naked embrace. And you're going to be that,
0: naked with a listener. Yeah, you're propositioning this on the air. Yeah, we're, we're, the podcast is going to end. You just got your wish. <laughs> you
2: <remember? laughs> I, I have a question about the statue, though. Yeah, if you if you What's look at the happening? picture, their faces are blurred out. Are we not yeah, supposed to recognize yeah, what, what them or what? Happened? Put it back up, Ross. So I know. Know. Yeah, you the faces it.
0: are blurred. I noticed They're that too. Out. Oh oh oh
2: oh that's Google Earth. They blur out all oh, oh, faces. Oh,
0: oh, oh, Even okay. statue faces?
2: Uh, evidently. <laughs> oh. Don, do you know my Google Earth story?
0: No, let's hear it. Oh,
2: so it's fantastic. Uh, I don't know, this has got to be over 5 years ago. it's uh, dead of summer and um my house was up on a hill that kind of overlooked the street 20th Avenue. And uh like old man do, I'm it's after work. It's you know, getting towards probably six six o'clock in the evening, I'm out front with the uh, hose, and instead of just setting up a sprinkler, I'm just standing there watering the ho- the lawn yeah, with a hose. I that's gotcha. what that's what old men do. Yeah, sure. Yep. I see this car. Do you have
0: your thumb over the end of it, and
2: you're just creating the
0: sprinkler? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes,
2: yes. It's you know fine the with a Cigarette in the other hand. You know hand. the drill, and it's just. It's co- completely coincidental, uh, and it wasn't on purpose, but the hose was between my legs. So you can picture this. Sure. I see coming up between the street. Between
0: guys again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> a small, the
0: Google Earth car.
2: A small car yeah. with a big tower yes. coming out of the roof. And I'm like, what the hell is this? It gets to the intersection. Uh, now it's three houses away, and I see that it's the Google Earth car. So with one hand, as it's driving by, I'm holding the hose, you know, like this, Uh in in front of my crotch. And with the left hand, I'm giving him the finger. (laughs) He drove by. I gave him the finger the whole time. A few months later... That showed up on Google Earth.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) I was on Google Earth for almost a year. Oh, my God. Did you get a
0: screenshot of that?
2: Giving the finger. I have it somewhere. I don't know where. Oh, my
0: God. That's amazing.
2: But I think it was before you started here because I showed everybody in the building. It's amazing. And at the time, it was a while ago. I, I couldn't divulge this to the listeners because it gave away my address oh, and I sure. wanted to keep, yeah. keep that private.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, oh, man, that's great. I had a friend who was showing me where he lived in New York City yeah. and, and how, you know, the route was to his office. And because he worked at a station there, one of my my ex-co-hosts uh, is was from New York. And he's just like, all right. And then I go around this corner, and then we would go here. It's like this mini blocks. We're looking on Google Earth. He's like, that's me. That's me. Because <laughs> there I am. And it was, sure enough, we zoom in, and he's on the corner, like on the phone. And he's like, I'm standing right there. And I'm like, no, you're in Springfield, Missouri now. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> you yeah. He went back like, I don't know. He was there for four months or something. Three, months how do many. you?
2: How do you find out the route that they're going to be? Um, and oh, the Google so Earth. Be, well, they've already yeah. done
0: it all. I mean, yeah, right? they're, they're, it seems so impossible. I don't know how they did that.
2: Well, but they updated. They updated are. They yeah. update it all the time, Don.
1: Well, they do update it, as Kenny knows, I'm because he disappeared it. a couple years after I left. Uh, lovely winner, South Dakota, opposite a loser winner. I would see my car parked in front of my old apartment building. I could pull people. I could pull it up on Google Maps and show people this is where I lived in middle of nowhere, South Dakota. Well, that obviously by, I don't know, 2009, 2010 went away. So, yeah, they are updating it. But don't they now update it through, like, satellites? I don't know if they're actually driving cars anymore. Oh, oh that is. God. Well, you're telling
0: me that satellites can zoom in that far I'm not, into a I, street? I could,
1: I could be completely making that up. But just like you said, Don, just think about... The cover, I mean, I was in a town of 3,000 people, literally, as my buddy coined, where civilization goes to die. Yeah. And the Google Earth car made it there on the border of South Dakota and Nebraska. Right. So just think about all the other small towns in the country and or the other world countries that
0: Or, you know, part of Africa. And, you know, it's just like. I don't know. I've never, I guess, <laughs> zoomed in on, like, India or something. What do, we,
1: what do we think that job pays?
0: I don't know, but I want to do it. <laughs> I feel
1: like I would do that, too, if they're like, okay, today you have northeast Nebraska. Go. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, thanks. I'd, yeah. I'd rather go somewhere better than northeast Nebraska. <laughs> no, me, me. no, me no, too. No, I know. But, but I'm still, just you get to listen to yeah. podcasts. You're not like the Krabby Coffee Shop. You're not uh, tied down to talking to anyone. That's the most mm. important part. You don't have
1: to risk your life to get to work to work. That's, no snowstorm—you can that's, just
2: tell him I'm not doing it today, mm-hmm. Don. That's why I became a courier between radio jobs. I've done to, that too. Don't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah. you just drive around. Get told where to go. Yeah, yeah. Here's an idea for you, aspiring writers and novelists. Um, and it starts. Uh, the, uh, what happens here, right in the beginning of the book, is either a uh, murder or a tryst or an affair is caught on Google Earth. And now Mm. you take it from there. The rest of it is up to you. I'm an ideas guy. I just provide (laughs) ideas. You have to provide ideas. There has to be. a Jilted
0: Lover works for Google Earth.
2: He
1: starts working for them. Google had to have picked out some illegal activity that's happening when they're oh, driving around. Yeah. They're just, ha- I mean, knowingly or unknowingly, they have to have filmed
2: illegal activity. Okay. Like somebody right.
0: doing a drug deal. <laughs> yeah, correct. That's the first thing that I thought <laughs> yeah. of. Uh,
2: is it creepy and gross if I yes. may have um, focused a little too long on a couple of guy gals that were walking down Nicollet Avenue? Um, because last week I was looking at Nicollet Avenue on uh, Google Earth, and uh, I'm just clicking my way down the avenue when I see a couple of lovely lasses. He's so bored oh with porn. Oh my goodness! He's so bored with
0: porn. He's seen everything in all the porn on the internet. Is that he's turning to Google he's Earth? Zooming right.
2: in on people on Google <laughs> Earth. You know, you know what the term Lori Bargini coined is? What? I've gone too deep in the tabs on yeah. porn. I'm too <laughs> yeah, deep in the too tab. deep
0: in the tabs
2: on Google Earth.
0: There so are even tabs. Yeah. So
2: now I'm looking at Nicollet Google Earth. Avenue.
0: Yeah. Two Nick women Clint, just Nick zooming in. Oh, yeah. my God. And I'm
2: going, hey, how you doing, baby? You <laughs> oh, It's a whole <laughs> all-time low. That's you hit rock
0: bottom. <laughs> that's pretty awful.
1: Somebody, somebody in my life once told me this is a little bit different, but when they're out driving and they see somebody maybe a block or two away jogging, oh. they they play in their head middle-aged woman or teenager. <laughs> So yeah. The, yeah, so think about the people that are jogging. Is that a 45-year-old woman or is, it a, behind, or is it a 15-year-old look. boy? And then they get two blocks closer and they're like, middle-aged woman, oh, teenager.
0: Okay, that's as far as it goes? <laughs> that's all there you're he, doing. You're, okay. just, you're just guessing from
1: yeah. the, from the John, distance.
2: John is familiar with this guy. I've talked about him on GL before. <laughs> I don't think I've ever brought him up on the Krabby Show. There's somebody that fits that description that either um, he, I've seen him on both a bicycle and on rollerblades, a tall guy. And uh, he always wears hot pink shorts, <laughs> short sure. shorts, mm-hmm. like Daisy okay. Dukes. Now and uh, he's got long, this. long, flowing, really long hair. And when you approach him from behind, you go, well, who is this Amazon chick? What in the world? Uh, and you get up next door, and you go past her, and it's a dude who looks exactly <laughs> like Santa, <laughs> With the biggest bosoms you have ever seen, Don. I'm talking like Fs or H's, big, big ones.
0: I'm so confused right now. And
2: his name, you should Google this while we're talking. Yeah. His name, I think it's Santa Eric. And I always wave and honk when, when I lived down there. Okay. I always waved and honked at him and gave him the thumbs up because I, I just it was so outrageous to me that it was just delightful and I awesome. Love it. But I think he's a bit of a character in South Minneapolis, and he's married to—if I'm not mistaken—I think he's married to a, a gal. Um oh. But anyway, um, people in South Minneapolis should know this guy. I know a lot of people have seen him.
0: Okay, there's a lot of different Eric. I think Santa, it's Eric. Eric.
2: I think it's Santa Eric. I'm I'm not sure
1: on the first it's, name. It's been a while since I've done this, but there's only one thing that's stuck in my head right now from that story you just told, Getty. What's that? Ding! Looks
2: like a lady. <laughs> uh, looks, uh, dude. Looks like Santa Claus. Um, but they've got, you know, him and his wife are happy. They they've reached that. They found a happy spot, and uh, they're living uh, living okay. life to the fullest.
0: Yeah, well, do you good find for them? him? No. There's some other stories that are very sad yeah. about Santa. All right, um, we'll skip yeah. them. Well, I also a
2: lot of Santa Eric's around America. Mm-hmm. Apparently, On North the Carolina. South
1: Minneapolis think. talk, I need to get back
2: to Fat Lorenzo's. Yeah, that's one of the things I really miss. I miss Chinese food, I miss fats. um, I miss a lot of basically restaurants in Minneapolis. There's nothing up here.